Welcome back to another podcast of Talk Red Concord, a city initiative to bring you information about current and future happenings in the city of Concord, centred around why it's a great place to live, work, play and invest. We will be inviting members of the community to join us to talk about business, arts and entertainment, tourism, health and more. Access is via our website www.concordnh.gov. My name is Susie Pegg and I am the Economic Development Director for the City of Concord. Our PIO Stephanie is letting me fly solo with this week's podcast with our guests who I will introduce to you in a short while. But first of all, let me update you on some recent happenings from the city. The November election. Uh, the city clerk's office wants residents to know that Wednesday, October the 21st is the last day residents may pre-register to vote prior to the state general election to be held on Tuesday, November the 3rd. The City Clerk's Office will be open until 6pm on that Wednesday and residents will have the opportunity to re- register to vote at the polls on Election Day if they are unable to get into the Clerk's Office on or before. All we request is please vote. There are a, f- a couple of polling locations changes in Ward 9 at the Citywide Community Centre on 14 Canterbury Road. Ward 2 residents will vote at the barn at Bull Meadow, 63 Bog Road in Concord. And Ward 7 residents will vote at the Abbott Downing Elementary School, 152 South Street. The Emirate Arena has closed for two weeks under the advisement of the new COVID-19 guidelines issued by the State of New Hampshire. The Emirate Arena has already been exceeding all state and federal guidelines for cleaning and sanitation, and, these have not, and they have not been known to have any COVID-19 cases linked to the arena. A reopening date is anticipated in the next two weeks, depending on state line lines. In Concord 4, leaf collection will be returning on November the 2nd with bulk leaf collection. Bulk collection will continue as weather permits through December 11th, focusing on residential areas within the city's drainage system. Bagged collection will be returned on November the 23rd and continue for three weeks for residents with curbside trash collection. Uh, Concord Parks and Recs invite you to come and enjoy their programmes with safety guidelines in place for the Fall 2020 Winter 21 brochure, which is out there now. Classes include adult, adult enrichment, Tai Chi, Zumba and Yoga, and having tried some of these programmes, they are fantastic. Halloween in Concord is not far away, and as Tatrician holds Trick or Treat is Friday, October the 30th from 5 till 7.30 in Pentecook, and Saturday, October 31st from 5 till 7.30 in Concord. Please be aware of safety recommendations should you choose to participate. Trick or treaters should only visit locations that they are visibly participating with their outdoor lights on. Please be respectful of those who choose not to participate. And above all, if you choose to trick or treat, please do so, do so safely. And um, for our businesses, uh, Main Street Second Relief Fund 2.0 just come online. Governor Chris Sununu has authorised the allocation expenditure of $100 million relief fund from the CARES Act coronavirus in order to continue providing economic support to New Hampshire small businesses suffering from business interruptions as a result of COVID. The application period started this week and goes to the end of the month. And please, if you want to do this, you can find this on the GoFor website and the applications need to all be completed by the 4pm on October the 30th. Now, after all that lengthy update on the city, today it's my pleasure to have as our guest, Tim Sink, President of the Greater Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. 
Well, it's nice to be here, and I just got updated on a lot of great information, so that was time well spent. <laughs> Good to hear that. Okay, Tim, um, I thought this would be kind of a little chit-chat because we've been working together sure. on different things, but... Uh, let's give us some update on some of the things you're working on right now. I know you've sure. got a good couple of things right now to go out of the gate. Yeah, we have recently launched a partnership program uh, between the Business and Economic Affairs Group and uh, seven chambers in our region to help businesses um, recover from COVID financial um, stresses. And it's a four-part program. This is made possible from... Um, some funding that we received from um, Gopher Funding for mm -hmm. the CARES Act that came through the state of New Hampshire, part of that $1.25 billion. Okay. So we've put together a program, seven chambers in all. It's Concord, uh, Greater Concord, Greater Manchester, Greater Nashua, uh, Derry, Londonderry, uh, Hudson, Sauhegan Valley, and Salem. Oh, wow. So we work together to come up with this program, and it's, it's four pieces. Mm -hmm. um, one piece is a uh, creation of a central database. All these chambers have uh, you know, come up with all kinds of resources to help businesses navigate this, all these challenges right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So we're taking the best of the best and putting it in one central clearinghouse so that businesses can go to one-stop one shopping if they're looking for how do we navigate this next 2.0 program, mm -hmm. for instance. Mm -hmm. What are the requirements? All that stuff, all kinds of webinars that we've been doing, future webinars that we'll be holding. Mm -hmm. So that's that's, that's one piece. News. That's really good. It's going to be neat. It's great. Um, another thing we're doing is a regional virtual job fair in good. partnership good. with Employment Security. They've got a really good virtual system in place, some great technology. So we're going to be pushing that out. It's going to be an, a, a mid-November event, and it will uh, include businesses from all over the state. So this is going to be a big, uh, a big job fair. Connected with that, we have launched, just this week, launched a, uh, a marketing campaign through Hearst Television. Mm -hmm. And this is a campaign geared towards people that, have, that are living in metropolitan areas that are interested in moving to more rural areas. Okay. So yep. we're promoting uh, Concord and surrounding region as a place to relocate. Um, and this is particularly important because pre-COVID, uh, the biggest concern businesses had was that they, they couldn't find enough talent. The labor and talent, and even, that still continues. It so does. It, uh, it, yeah. it does, but it's, uh, we're looking at post-COVID. We want to mm -hmm. set ourselves up and make sure there's a strong talent pool, so why not do that now? Well, so many people are leaving inner cities, Correct. and we've got a great product to sell, so that's t taking place. And as we reach these people through the Hearst campaign, they'll be able to click on a link, join the job fair, find out about relocation information, just get all kinds of information from that central clearinghouse. And just to let you know, the Invest Concord's got some great videos of one of yourself telling the That's story right. of why at so Concord. We should probably put a link on our uh, our, our landing page to that. So thank you for, for reminding that me about good, that. Because the that's videos a tell a thousand words to me. It's like if it comes from you or whoever, that they tell you a story. So I think that's a great idea. And the one thing that, uh, you know, try not to be negative, but the impediment is the housing situation it we is, have here. Yeah. But again, that can run alongside that, well, which is good. The good news is that there, there are a number of uh, housing projects that are under Correct. construction or being planned right now, as you know. And the other piece to the puzzle is if, if you've got um, uh, a house in New York City or, or a, a condominium in Manhattan or Boston or something like that, um, you can afford a house in New Hampshire. Correct. I mean, Absolutely. three or four hundred thousand dollars seems like a lot of money for a house for somebody who's living here. 
not so much for somebody who's living in a, a dense metropolitan area. Correct. So, yeah. so there's that equalizer that's in there. So those are some of the things that are happening. There's a flatten the curve um, campaign as part of this for oh, local nice. businesses. Yeah. And also a flatten the curve campaign for visitors coming in saying, hey, look, you know, thank you. We'd love to have you in New Hampshire. However, please follow these guidelines yeah. to, you know, keep it safe. So, I, I think that's really important. You know, we, we want you, we love you, but just be safe and be cognizant. Because uh, people are getting really a little bit nervous because the curve's kind of risen a little yes, bit recently. Yeah. And I know business, businesses and people are like a little bit nervous about that. And we've been doing really well as a state so far. So I, I think, you know, if we can keep that going, we won't welcome you here. It's great. Spend your money. Yeah. But just be cautious. I will tell careful. you, though, I, you know, the tourism is not, um, I'm sure it's being affected, but there are a lot of out-of-state visitors over the Columbus Day weekend. Oh, yeah, you could move on the interstate. It was, it was packed. <laughs> we, we hiked Cardigan. Yes. And it was just a line of traffic going up and down that mountain. And yeah. Difficult to find a place to park. Yeah. So That's why I avoided it. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't really think that one through. <laughs> I navigated the entire district to Concord to get back home onto the east side without with avoiding the highway. Yeah. That so, was that was wise. And that yeah. would have been a good weekend to hike the Concord trails because they were not That's as packed what I did. as up north. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it was quite good to go on the uh, the firehouse trail and. It was a, a little less public, apart from the locals. Uh, it was all, you know, New Hampshire plates, and it was just right. And uh, we also did the conservatory trail, oh, those which are, was those great, are nice. great. Very nice. And so if you don't know all of our trails, they are on the website. You can get a download a kind of a little map of them all, but they're fantastic. They're all easy within 10, 15 minutes from wherever you live. And yeah, and they're, they're 84 square miles or something like yeah, that. Just a, a lot of trails. There's a lot of trails, and... You, you know, everything diff is different. So I think you've got some more things coming up as well. If you want to talk about that. Well, too. Yeah, I mean, everything right now is kind of related to hel helping businesses navigate through COVID and, and financial resources and things of that nature. One of the hardest hit industries are restaurants. Yeah. yeah. And they're very important to the economy. Especially as the weather's changing. Yes. As well. Very mm. scary because you've got outdoor dining that's going to mm. go away, I think, on the 14th of November. Yeah. yeah. And that's a hard change because we've got to get tables off sidewalks you can't you know, we can't plow we can't right. yeah yeah but on the on the positive side the governor said a few weeks ago hey you can open up to full capacity indoor but you have to have partitions Correct. and there's yeah. an expense yeah. with partitions and, and you know restaurants are already hurting from a cash flow perspective mm -hmm. but um, we're working on a partnership with the city of Concord as you know uh, to find some funding to help restaurants uh, purchase partitions to expand their indoor dining. So Which is great news. Yeah. We've got some details to work out, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think some savings were found. Um, and, uh, you know, the ability to help these restaurants get back on their feet is so critical. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. They're hurting as a, re a result of all kinds of things, limited seating, but you've also got the drivers to the restaurants, some of the live performance venues like the Capital Center for the yeah. Arts, yeah. Red River, um, you know, Bank of New Hampshire stage, not having the big shows that they used to no. have that would drive tons of business mm -hmm. to the restaurants and the hotels. That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're trying to shore up the uh, the restaurants to a certain degree and help them expand their indoor capacity. Yeah, and I think that's so important because I, I think we, we try and look ahead and see what we need to do to help these companies because it's been so hard. And uh, we all want them. We all want them to stay and want them to be here. And so we've got to kind of give an olive branch and see how we can help. And if there are any restaurants out there that want to know more about this, you know, contact myself or Tim 
or both of us or whatever, um, and we can put you in the mix. And I'm sure we'll be reaching out to all of our Concord restaurants um, when we get the details ironed out, especially as we come up to the holiday season, you know, with, with Christmas and, and everything in the in the future. We, we need to make sure. That's another, another point when you mentioned Christmas coming up and... Um, um, as you're probably aware, we're pushing a shop now, shop local yep. program so that um, asking people, you know, you're going to be doing Christmas shopping. This is so crucial to Concord area retailers mm -hmm. for their survival. So really get out there early. I mean, if you're going to go Christmas shopping and spend <laughs> some money, focus on the local economy, focus on Concord retail stores mm -hmm. um, and and do it now. Start now instead mm -hmm. of waiting until the end of the you know, until Christmas Eve to get everything and done. And everybody's like trying to get in the store and yeah. they're allowed only so many people in. Exactly. And I have to say, there's been, I've already started looking and seeing what there is and uh, I'm purchasing, but they've been my Christmas presents instead. <laughs> <laughs> but who cares? It's still money in the economy. But there's been, so there's some fantastic, uh, unique gifts out there already. And uh, if, you, if you want uh, to just do a gift, gift card for somebody, they're available. Sure. And again, back to the restaurants, it's even more so for that. But if you can't think of anything, buy the gift cards. And uh, But I've been truly amazed walking around going, holy, I didn't know they got that. I didn't know that. And I like the Viking house has actually British goods, which is good for me. But it's been, it really, I can't emphasize that enough. Shop local. You know, don't shop Amazon. Don't shop the big box. Please come and shop local. And that's across the whole of Concord, not just downtown right right there's yeah. lots of stores up on the heights and various neighborhoods so Correct, uh, yeah but just to you know shop in the stores where people are are working and supporting their families here in this community absolutely and i i'm i'm like you i'm a big big you are all for that because i want to see them succeed and, and make sure that they have a happy christmas as well yeah. in the end but that's really good so tell me about, um, if you're on any other programs right now? Well, it's just the, the complete shifting of gears like every mm -hmm. business has to do. We're a business, you know, we're a nonprofit, but we're still a business. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we, sh we didn't, we never shut down. We mostly worked remotely and I kept the office going because we have members that need certain documentation. Manufacturers, That's for right, instance, yes. need yeah. to fill out need us to sign off on certificates of origin so that they can ship their American-made products overseas. Correct. So yeah. things like that, we needed to have a presence. But our, our programming, uh, you've been to a bunch of our yes. programs. We bring <laughs> a couple of hundred people together for seminars or for networking or trade shows or whatever. All that came to a screeching halt. So we had to completely re-engineer. Yeah. And um, thank God for good technology, but we've yes. <laughs> we've launched a series of programs that are all virtual right now. Yeah, um, Lots of seminars, everything kind of related to COVID relief. We've good, got a, good a partnership with the uh, Oren Reno Law Firm, yes. and they have been putting together fantastic one-hour webinars. We do them uh, once a month, and they're all high-quality stuff. That's good. And we've partnered with Riverbend, and we are doing a series on mental health. Which I think everybody's feeling <laughs> yeah. the pressure on that right now. It's true. It's yeah. true. And all these are, are um, they're live, but they're also recorded. So if, if you see something of interest, you get an invitation to one of these. They're open to the public. There's no charge to participate That's in That's really these. good news. Yeah. If you see something you're interested in, say, oh, shucks, I can't make that. I've got a meeting at that time. They're all recorded on our website. Very easy to find. Go okay. to the landing page at ConcordNHChamber.com and 
you can scroll down and pick the one you're interested in and just click on it. And, and that's there. good to know because not everybody can be available at that right. time. Or like you said, I like the fact that you're it's to the general public as well. It's not just for specific groups. Yeah, it's this is not the time to, to <laughs> differentiate. <Hallelujah. anything. laughs> no, it's not. It really is. Uh, we're all in it together. I had that conversation this morning with someone. We're all in it together as and we have to work together. Yeah, and we're a membership organization, so obviously we want to we want people to join the chamber. But who knows? Maybe somebody will get something good from us, and later on when their business is back up on their filth, they say, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll become a chamber member. It is. And, you know, uh, it's, it's been useful for some of the, the, uh, the chamber members to say, I've heard them say, these have been great programs. They're, they've been perfect for my business. And then others, I have attended that are not chamber members saying exactly the same. And who knows when things get on more and even keel, yeah. that could be opportunity for you. We've been we've been really fortunate. I mean, we saw our revenue streams come to a screeching halt, and I thought we're, we're in big big trouble. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you that our our membership has by and large stuck with us. That's great. And yeah, we've we've lost a few members, and some businesses have gone out of business. But we haven't lost anything near that I thought we would. And we're beginning to figure out how to kind of monetize some of these virtual programs. The cool thing is that we can promote these businesses. Um, much less expensively. Yeah. I mean, if you run an event and you have a, say we do a breakfast forum and we're having the governor come and speak mm -hmm. and so we get 150 people or 200 people at the Graponi Center and we buy everybody a meal and we pay um, audiovisual mm -hmm. and print invitations and do all kinds of, that adds up to big expense items. Yes, yeah. When you do a virtual event, um, you can do it for a lot less money. You're yes. not buying a bunch of uh, meals, you're not renting a ton of equipment, and you're providing the same level of quality of presentation, mm -hmm. um, and you can pass those savings along by yes. not charging uh, attendees. Yes, yes. Um, and if you go out for sponsorships, you can raise a little bit of money, but you don't have to raise anywhere near the amount. So no, you can pass those right. savings along if, if a business w wants to sponsor. So it's we're starting to figure this out a little bit. and But I, honest to God, I hope that we don't have to keep figuring <laughs> it out. I want to get back to normal as soon as possible. Whatever that is, too, much, that's what I look at. But uh, talking about businesses, we did an inventory as, a, as economic development um, a few weeks ago about you know, what businesses, both on the Heights and, and downtown, were open or turning over. It's it's not that bad. It's okay so far. I hope it's not, it's not a lagged effect. And the ones that have closed have usually closed because of retirement. Um, but in the case of one of the coffee shops, he, he came back and reopened. Yes. Uh, which was good. That, and yeah. my husband was very happy about that too. Um, but I've seen it's been mainly accelerated trends like retirement or that they, they, they weren't strong enough to begin with. Mm -hmm. I mean, COVID, there was no way they were going to survive. Yeah, there are those whenever you have an economic uh, crisis that... There's al there are always businesses that are a bit on the yeah. edge, and we saw some of those. Um, but yeah, it's I'm I'm surprised at how resilient a lot yeah. of businesses have been. Yeah, I have been and too, and the, you know some that have been open to new ideas, especially on the social media front. I know you've done some great seminars, webinars on those, and and the technology how to use the technology yeah. platforms, uh, and I think you know that's where retail is going. It's online. Uh, people still want the experience of going in and feeling things and seeing things. But I think we have two types of shoppers now, those that would just want to be purely online, which I think, especially for this year, they're probably mm -hmm. doing that, that kind of thing. Or they actually go in the shop and, and experience under COVID measures. 
But I feel that if, as long as you've got an online retailer opportunity, it'll support your other side of the business too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, li I like the idea of seeing what I'm buying first. If, Same you, if you do this virtually and you go online, you're never quite sure what you're getting. No, and when it comes, you're like, oh, yeah, and then you're going to send it back yeah. or do I give it to someone I don't really like as much. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's not the same. And it's a bit like buying Christmas cards or birthday cards. I can't do that online. I want to see what they look like and mm. not coming about this bit, you know, small sizes or anything. So uh, I totally agree. So looking forward, I mean, I've, I am... I won't say struggling. I'm trying to get the, that um, forward-looking glass to see where's this all going to go. Mm. Where is it? And I don't know anyone who's got an answer no. for this. No, if I, uh, boy, you know, I was so wrong when this all came about. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, I kept telling my staff, you know what? It's going to be okay. If we yeah. can make it through June, we're going to be fine. I was the same. And because I, <laughs> I never expected to be in the woods for this long, and 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 I, I, I do have some reservations about how this has been handled but you know when when you're dealing with something new you do it the best you can, can and yeah. you're dealing with, with what the information you've got you have. yeah exactly yeah. i heard the other day that the from a banker he was expecting this to 2023 i don't and know i, I don't like, want to hear oh. that I <laughs> no really don't i didn't hear, hear it either <laughs> because i it, i don't know i'm not a doctor i don't understand the science behind it but it yeah. seems to me that um if that's the case then we must be doing something wrong about getting right, immunization yeah um something's not right there but you know there's i think there's there's light at the end of the tunnel i think um yeah. i i know someone who's engaged uh, at a very high level with operation warp speed oh yes um yes. and there are some pretty amazing um strategies in place to get to get this out there to get the the uh, inoculations out there yep. when when they're ready to go yeah so i'm kind of optimistic that maybe that'll um you know bring a more premature end to this yeah. I, the idea of 2023, I, I can't. I, I, can't I, it blew my mind and every other economic developer on the call um, because we said, no, no, this can't happen. So I wasn't know if it was in the shock mode or whatever, but 2021 is even like, holy cow, I never thought That's back in March. That's around the corner. I'll, I'll take it is 2021. Now. <laughs> we, had a we had a trip planned for Eastern Europe. Um, it was supposed to launch last March. Yeah. Uh, or was it April? It was right after COVID hit. Yeah. And, um, and that was agonizing because we really thought that this, this wave was going to pass. Yeah. And, yeah. But it didn't. So we pushed it out to November of this year. Yeah. And then about three, four months ago, I'm looking at this saying, I don't 2021. Know about that. <laughs> yeah. So now it's literally October of 2021. I've seen that with conferences and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So again, the hotel uh, industry is going to probably suffer from that. It's just like can happen between now and then. So it is, and I'm trying to remain positive too. So, but this is a great discussion, Tim, and uh, I think that you know, I, I think it's it's great that you've come on board and had a chat to us about this kind of thing. I could go on about arts and culture and all that, but it's the same tangent. We're all on the same tangent with that. Uh, but all I can say to people is. You know, if you can use local, see local, some stuff's coming back on at the Cap Center. Yes. You know, well, by little. Yeah, by little, but you know, support it. And you know, I've had tickets there. They've they've just that's not going to happen. I've just kind of either invested it in the Cap Center. Good. Or just said, you know, hold on to it. We'll figure it out as we go on. Yeah, they 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 can have shows and put I think three hundred people in the Capitol Center. Mm -hmm. That's a thirteen hundred seat. 
theater. Yeah. So 300 seats is pretty empty, and do the math, you, you can't do a lot of shows that way. But, boy, I'll tell you, they're getting creative, and they're trying their best. Yeah. And Because um, that organization does so much for the economy in this community, um, just critical. So we've got to keep that place together. I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm both the stage and that. And anyone else that's connected to it, you're right. It fe- they all feed off each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important. And, you know, some some of our, um, you know, organizations are trying to make sure they still keep doing things like that um, just to keep keep things beating, keep things going. So but anyway, a huge thank you to all our listeners today and so much talk. Let's keep the conversation going until next time. And thank you again, Tim. Thanks, Susie.